Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, yeah, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you already know. I have never ever in the history of my profession had a man stopped by enemy. This is wrestling, Joe Frazier. This ain't boxing. These are men. These are one-on-one. We're talking about a million dollars, Jack. We're talking about the best we have to offer. Stick it in my head. Don't be a damn radio preacher. You better look around the country. You better be in the fighting shape of your life. Because somewhere, someplace, I'm going to get you Joe Frazier and Rick Flair. If you call this a victory, you need to go home and kiss your mama. This ain't no victory. This ain't over. Leave you with this. Spend your money well. Don't throw it away. Because the American dream lives and will continue to live. Welcome to One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Definitely. Um, Money in the Bank is on Sunday. Um, we got a lot of things to get get to today in the show. Yeah. Um, we we have you know a couple fun uh, questionnaires you know planned. We'll get to those later. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you really gonna do this? Oh yes! Oh yes! Um, oh, all right then. But um, you know, first, you know, the background of Money in the Bank. Those of you guys don't know, you know, what Money in the Bank is. I mean, uh, you haven't been paying attention for the last, you know, four years. Um, this is the fourth edition of it. I want to say this is well, the pay per view. The pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm we, glad. One thing I will say is I'm glad that they're keeping two, two of them because mm-hmm. it's kind of weird how you know Elimination Chamber. And even Hell in a Cell, they go from, you know, there were multiple types of those matches to then there was just one being the main event of the match. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad that that's what they're sticking to. Because at first I was kind of bummed out because I was always wondering how they were going to do this eventually down the line when they unified the belts. Right. And, you know, by now I thought they were going to split them up by now. But, you know. That can still, still happen. As long as they, yeah, we joked about that. But, yeah, all right, so go ahead, man. Um, so uh, first, you know, the vacant um, WWE World Heavyweight Championship You've got uh, Alberto Del Rio versus Bray Wyatt versus Cesaro versus John Cena versus Kane versus Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Where do we begin? Um, do you want to handicap it or what do you want to do? Um, okay, let's let's go through the chance of each guy. So Alberto Del Rio, um, he might be out of there soon. You know, all the rumors on the internet, if they're true. Is this the last month of his deal? It could allegedly? be. It could be. So. He's definitely not winning. Um, well, he's one. Of, he's a guy that's like you saw him get added to the match. And you're like, yeah, he's not winning. Yeah. Um, they should have gave Ziggler his spot. Um, yeah. We have Bray Wyatt, you know, who is slowly distancing himself, kind of from Wyatt and Rowan. You know, they're they're breaking them up. They're presenting them different. I think it's I think it's mostly because they um, needed to spread out their talent so they can actually fill out the card. Yeah. So they had to have you know actual feud as opposed to just throw two tag teams together like they normally do. 
Right. And I think that's most that's part of the reason is you know why they added uh, the other two Har- or other two Wyatts and also the Usos to the John Cena match, mm-hmm. um, Last Man Standing at um, Payback. So we've been building pretty much. Yeah, they've they kind of realized yeah we're gonna have to you know stretch this out somehow because we're gonna have a lot of guys you know have to wrestle. No homo. Oh, you stupid! You gotta have a, you're gonna have a lot of guys basically to have to you know wrestle in these matches. It's gonna take up a lot of the roster mm-hmm. that we want to put on for pay per view, right? Or special, or whatever you want to call these now. Um, we got uh, Cesaro, um, who is he? Maybe a little bit early, like as far as a lot. You know, people are saying he's kind of like the dark horse. I don't think he'll win, but he's damn sure gonna do some absurdly like absurd strongman shit. Um, in this match, like he always does, he's gonna uppercut somebody. He's gonna uppercut somebody that falls off the ladder. Watch, <laughs> I, it's go, something like that's gonna happen. Uh, then we have uh, John Cena, you know, who in my eyes is probably the favorite uh, to come out with the belt. Yeah, um, I'd say so, and also the safest choice as always. Yep, and you know, all y'all is gonna be mad at Cena, Cena or Orton winning the belt. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> like for me personally. Well, uh, well, let's continue. Let's continue. We got uh, Kane, who was just added to the match, you know, on a humbug, you know, <laughs> and giving uh, credence to your eight-man thing. Yeah. Like, I apologize to you on air. Yeah. Um, basically, about two, two, three weeks ago, or right after Money in the Bank, when we were still trying to figure out whether or not Daniel Bryan was going to be stripped or, wasn't, or what was going to happen with him, and we found out he was stripped of the belt, and we were, you know, people were still trying to find out if he was going to come back or not. In time for to, you know to win it back, that sort of thing. And I said to you, man, they have seven people announced for this match. Mm-hmm. Typically, WWE doesn't do you know odd numbers in matches unless it's numbers three. It's always you know eight, or six, or thirty for Royal Rumble or twenty for a Battle Royal. So you know when saw saw seven, I thought that doesn't just seem right. Like so maybe there's room for Brian, and then oh Brian's not gonna be here. So okay, so damn, I guess maybe it's seven, but. They add Kane, so it makes a nice round eight. All right. Um, they do have a pay per view next month. I think Kane is an outside shot at you know winning, simply because um, they could easily put the belt back on Brian if he's ready and then move forward like none of this should ever happen. Um, that's a slim chance though. Um, you know, Kane what, once and just have Daniel Bryan come back and and whoop Kane's new? ass at the next pay per view for the belt. And then do whatever Daniel Bryan was going to do at SummerSlam with the belt. Well, my question is this. Let's say Daniel Bryan was able to wrestle at Payback. Wouldn't that, been, wouldn't that have been their last match in yes. FU? Yes. So, why not just leave it where it's at and just end We're it? That shit up. Well, yeah, cause Kane, K- Kane has presented the guy that put him out of action, so Bryan's got to come back and whoop that ass. Yeah, it's true. But you also look at the way it's set up with Bryan and... Like Kane has just been doing cameos at this point. Like he's like the, he's like the, the guy, the rapper or producer that you know that's in the rap videos that you only see for like the, the movie, the video in four <laughs> minutes. You only see him in like like little like for like you know t- five, three seconds at a time for a grand total of like fifteen seconds. Like he's just in and out. You don't even notice he's there until also oh he just. He did a whoop uh, Kofi Kingston in an impromptu matchup. Yes. Or in a matchup supposed to be between uh, Kofi Kingston and Bo, and, and Bo Dallas at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, he just, they you know. got to justify that man's check somehow. <laughs> but Big Show ain't around. I don't know where he's at. Yeah, that's um, a good point. 
on the shelf like Mark Henry is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, mo- yeah. the monster's in the shelf. Yeah. Um, then we got Randy Orton, um, who never lost at WrestleMania. Never, well, he, never got his rematch. He lost, but never got pinned. Yeah. Never got his rematch. Or tapped out. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was, you know, we had this conversation about, yeah, you look at since, let's say, SummerSlam 2011. Every guy that's lost the belt got their rematch at a pay-per-view eventually, other than the exceptions were John Cena after SummerSlam last year, Daniel Bryan right, or, or Randy Orton after WrestleMania this year, and The Rock after WrestleMania 29. Those are the only exceptions to the rule, and then we'll see what happens with Bryan. But been, the title has changed hands quite quite a deal, including a guy that had a, the belt for 400 days. Right. Um, then we have, you know, everyone's favorite guy at a moment, um, the charismatic Roman Reigns. <laughs> charismatic, okay. You know. That's what we're going with? I, I, that's what I'm going with for now. Like, he's, uh, you know, he's kicking all the ass out there and, you know. Got that wet hair. The man just ooze. He like that man oozes machismo. Oh wow! You know, yeah. Uh, uh, he's a in a weird way. He's I don't. I think a little like parts of like other people when I think of him. But at the same time, it's like there's so many different parts that in little small pieces that it makes him like his own. How how fast does the internet turn on him? The or is it sec- already happening? The second he has. A match with somebody that's an internet guy. And beats him. And he beats him and the match isn't great. Like the second he's like the second he comes out here and wrestles and that's one of the things I've you know I've been saying about about him is I'm not sure I haven't seen him wrestle for twenty five minutes or so a match yet. So that's I'm, fair I'm, assessment. I'm, I'm still I'm still gotta see it. Everything else checks off. We just gotta see him wrestle, you know, everything besides hot tags and, and wrestling matches. Right. Um and the last guy, Seamus. 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 He's there. He's a great performer. And that's all we can really hope for out of him. He'll so, perform well. So you're saying Seamus ain't going to be walking out with three belts? No, he's not. <laughs> and the word, as you joked yesterday, he can come out looking like Ultimo Dragon. No, yeah. he's not coming out looking like Ultimo Dragon. No. <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, I've got Cena for the match. Who do you have? Um, I'm going to say Orton. All righty, y'all, y'all heard it first. I think it's too early for Roman Reigns. That's the reason why. Like, I feel like realistically, if you were to say who are the guys that can actually win, you say you probably say three guys, and if you want to get crazy, you say you add um, Wyatt to that as well. But Wyatt makes no sense for him to have the belt. Um, Cena, it seems like he, you know SummerSlam's coming up, so you might want to keep him open um, to fight someone else. Especially with that uh, poster that's going around. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, and then you know Randy Orton, he can drop the belt. He you can just have him on there and drop the belt without him being like a you know any type of thing that's crazy for his status. Mm-hmm. He'll still be main event caliber if he loses or not. Cena, you always want to keep him you know relatively unscathed. Right. Um, so moving on to the um, contract ladder match, more traditional Monday debate match. Um, it was announced last week by Seth Rollins on a main event. Um, apparently, Seth Rollins, you know, just books things now. Um, <laughs> He's the Booker man. Yeah. Um, we have Dean Ambrose, who you know threatened to you know fuck up the entire pay per view if he wasn't added to the match. 
Um, Which is like an Austin type of threat. Yeah. That's like a Stone Cold Steve Austin type yeah. of threat. And who who uh, wrestles in jeans officially now. Yeah. Like, do we still have, like, can we just call him Johnny Moxley? Or no? <laughs> or but, is that character, like, trademarked or something? I think that's just his, his, his um, indie name. I mean, he. I mean, he wrestles the same. Like, he's wrestling the same way. Like, it's almost like trade rock infringement of you know, like uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall for WCW and WWF. He's <laughs> like, they're the same guys, so they're just using different names. Yeah. Then we got uh, Dolph Ziggler, um, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, Rob Van Dam, and Seth Rollins. And I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> we I'm afraid I got some bad yeah. news too. His ass ain't performing this match. He got injured. <laughs> um, it's not a definite that he's out, but um, it ain't looking good from everything I heard, like with the shoulder injury. And that was seven, right? When he was in. Yeah. Yeah, move it to six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> move it to six. Yeah, so it goes back to an even number if that doesn't happen. Um, I'm looking at it's a two man race, pretty much like the other one. It's out of one of the former Shield guys. Yeah, um, I'd rather go with Rollins winning it because he's a heel and he can cash in like a scoundrel on somebody, and you know, Barrett, Barrett might have been interesting, but I feel like there might be, if you were to say guys that they trust can go on and on the last night of a show of a of a pay per view and point on a, a you know a match that they know that they can count on, I would say out of guys that are on that. Hard, I would say Ziggler would be at the top of it. Granted, you know, I think I think Rollins has the best move set in WWE right now, but we're not guaranteed to know what he can do for 25 minutes yet. We've seen Ziggler, you know, be the last match of pay per views before and be fine. Mm-hmm. So if I were to say there's a dark horse, I'd say it'd be him, but you never know because WWE he, hates he's doing work. everything he can to stay relevant while they're doing everything to keep him unrelevant. It's almost it's almost like a weird type of it's it's all it's similar to the Daniel Bryan thing except but Daniel but Bryan except they gave Daniel Bryan the ball. They're not giving Yeah, like they ain't yeah. they ain't they ain't throwing him shit. Like, like they're actually really trying to bury Ziggler as opposed <laughs> to what we thought is what people were complaining about with uh Daniel Bryan. Like I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like is either money in the bank fixes this or he just falls even further into irrelevance. Yeah, because I don't know what exactly he would be doing for SummerSlam besides some mixed tag match or something like this. Or, that or jobbing thing. bad. Yeah, like he got to fight Rusev. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That man got to fight Rusev out and there. And give the greatest super kick sale ever. Yeah. Um, you know, we have also Jack Swagger and Kofi Kingston. Why are they here? I mean, you got to have more than four people. Like, it's really. Yeah. I mean, Kofi obviously because you know, he's going to do something. He's going to do something crazy, and then Jack Swagger, he's a good hand. That's pretty much it. Um, I mean, maybe you can get some nice like visual effects of having uh, Zeb there. I mean, they got Rob Van Dam out there. You know, it's not 2005 Rob Dam Van Dam. You know, like Rollins said. You know, but um, you know the Vince Carter version. You know, he, I'm, I'm sure he'll. Uh, you know. It's his second year in a row in the Money in the Bank match. He was he was good in it last year. I know. So, um, which match out of the two you think is going to be the better match? Because usually what happens with these ones, how they've been doing it lately, they've been doing kind of a almost Rising Stars one, and then they've yeah. been doing a main event one. And, and that the Rising, Rising Stars, Stars one, is always better, yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, uh... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say the big boys bring it in because they they got they got some a nice enough young blood in there like they have guys like Reigns who's, who's or like you know that's yeah. 
He's a big dude, but he's still crazy. Um, and you've got Cesaro out there that'll do something nuts as well. Kane, you know, Kane will take a bump. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd I, I say those guys. I'm going to just take the combo of Rollins, Kofi, and Ziggler. And then, One of those three may die. Yeah, that, the that, that the, 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 they may die factor, you know? <laughs> <Okay>. All right. <laughs> on that enough. one. Fair enough. Uh, then, uh, fair you know, move, moving on else from the card, um, we got, we can go into, we'll talk about the tag scenes real quick, then we'll come back with the Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're kind of burying, like, the, the, the part of the next thing about this is there's going to be a gigantic segment involving um, Daniel oh, Bryant. We didn't, pick, we didn't pick a winner either. Oh, okay, I pick Reigns. Or, I mean Rollins, I'm sorry. I pick Rollins also. Yeah, so, there you go. Um, so, moving on, what do you, what are your thoughts on this, what Daniel Bryan, what do you think is going to happen with Daniel Bryan um, on Sunday? Either A, he's healthy enough to do some action or whatever, and he gets attacked by somebody, or he comes out there and cuts the I lost my smile promo, <laughs> which would suck. <sighs> Is it is his thing the pre-show or in the pay-per-view? Pre-show. So I'm going to miss the whole thing. I don't get out to All eight. right. So nothing nuts is going to happen. Like, you could be like, you could expect maybe. Well, it's on the network, so. It's on the network, but it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, my goodness. Brock Lesnar came out there and attacked him, and now, you know, they're going to wrestle yeah. each other at SummerSlam. There's nothing like that's going to happen. You know what I mean? They'll keep them on yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Um... Maybe oh my God. But for all we for all we know, it might be some type of you know uh, Michael Cole sit down interview when they just replay it, like how he does Triple H every week. No, they say he's gonna be there uh, live. But I'm saying like he's probably sitting down in the or he or it could be sitting down in the middle yeah, of the ring or talking just like that, and that's it. And maybe they're not even having to inter- you know Stephanie or Triple H come out to talk to him. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming there's gonna be some type of swerve involving Brie getting her job back because. Um, yeah, he did end up losing his belt. Yeah. Um, also, we have the Tag Team Championship match. Uh, the Usos versus the Wyatt family. They've been having pretty good matches over the last couple of weeks. Looked like mm-hmm. the Wyatt family been kicking their ass real good. Yes. Um, Luke Harper is just like, it, it's finally time to start rewarding Luke Harper. <laughs> you know, I, we've been, I don't know how long we've been talking about Luke Harper on here. Yeah. But in the interest music. Uh, I thought it was absolutely awesome. Like just it's just because you look at it like, huh? Like like what is this? Like it sounds like some church kind of you know crazy organs to some weirdos. Like I didn't get it. I mean I don't know what kind of interest music you make for them. I figured you could just kept the same interest music, but then again, um, gotta start that brand. It, it'd be a little different. It'd be kind of weird to have you know the same interest music playing twice in the same event. Mm-hmm. Um, even in you know, especially since neither one of them probably or one of them aren't going or both of them aren't going to win. Uh, so I don't know. I figured they would have came up with something else, but if they want to come up with something better than that, I don't know. But then again, it's like I can't think of anything. What it, what 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 Luke Harper's and Eric Rowan's music sound like other than something like that? I guess it's just something that I never thought of. So I I, I really liked it. Like I was um. Like, I was just looking around like like what what the hell is this? And then it fits. Um but that's gonna wrap up the first segment of One Nation Radio. Um we're gonna come back, we're gonna go into a, a, net, a diva segment. We're gonna be talking about uh Paige and Naomi, uh Charlotte and um a little bit more. The Divas division. 
Basically, the Divas Division. The uh, Divas Division, next. One Nation Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. You still listening to Michael. It's uh, June 25th, five-year anniversary. Make sure you check out the uh, podcast with uh, my sister. She released a Moonwalkers documentary. Um, but back to WWE. Um, one, James, you had hit me up earlier. Uh, you had just finally got around to watching uh, Charlotte versus Natalia, which yeah. I thought was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, Ric Flair's daughter. Um, and then Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, as they say. Yeah. Um, this Sunday we have, you know, the match we've kind of been calling for. You know, we've been waiting for Naomi to get her, her chance to shine. We got Paige versus Naomi. It doesn't um, even matter if she wins. I just, she just deserved it. At that point, she deserved to have a title shot. You know, that, as much as a diva can deserve a title shot, she deserved one. And then, you know, her face got knocked in by Oksana, and then it derailed that. Yeah. And that's what we were headed for at WrestleMania, and then it just blew up. And, you know, maybe maybe that wasn't the plan, but it, it sure seemed yeah, like that's how it was like, setting up. And then they say, all right, we'll just have a diva, basically like one, you know, a quadruple or a quintuple threat match or whatever that number was, dextuple yeah. threat match. yeah. Like, I think she was actually supposed to get the shot at Elimination Chamber, and Cameron got substituted for That's her. Right. That's right. That's um, right. You know, Naomi's by far the most athletic woman in the, in the, in the division. Um, yeah. But talk about your impressions about the uh, Charlotte Natalia match. Um, you know, when you watch any match that's already got hyped and you haven't watched it, you kind of, you know, like, all right, you kind of have your... Oh, your expectations high a bar or raised a bar higher than you know they should be. But um, I mean, it's one of the best for, it's one of the best div, or women's matches I've ever seen as far as the um, the mat wrestling and uh, you know the, towards the end the, the psychology kind of you know flaked apart. But maybe if I was watching it live, I wouldn't have had the, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even have thought thought of it that way. Like um, people were instantly crowning it as the best women's match ever. Like, yeah, and that's was, why, and, and, and that's why I watched the second time to be like, all right, you know, my my bar's high. But like normally for me, it takes me like a second time to get some something. Like whether it's whether it's music or whatever. Like I, I kind of have you know, just kind of my antennas are up different at different points. He's slow. So, that's what he's saying. Uh, right? No, 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 generally for me, like when there's a hit record that comes on, and I hear it for some kind of like if I hear it like by myself, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I like it. I don't think it's a hit. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll hear it in my radio, whatever, I'm like, it sounds better the second time around. I don't know why. I'm, I like that a lot. But normally... Growing on you. Yeah. I, well, the second time ever hearing it, I don't really think it's growing on me. It's just, you know, it kind of, you know, my expectations are in how, like, it's, you know how it is, like, I, you know, oh, that new, oh, that new Hope came out? Right. You expect it to be, you know, Sky Heart. Oh, that new Kanye came out? That new Rihanna came out? That sort of thing. So, um, rewatch it the second time. It made more sense. Uh, obviously, they, they kind of messed up the psychology, but I mean, every match has their their, their particular botches. Like you can watch Undertaker, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25 and find where they mess up at certain points. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that big a deal. But yeah, that was my first time ever even seeing Charlotte. I didn't know she even existed. That creature even existed. Um, Bad. But yeah, she. Um, so you're just objectifying them, huh? Anyway, what? Uh, so. Did you get to the future of uh, the Divas division where, you know, at that point you're looking at there's going to be total Divas and then there's going to be, like, the Emmas, the Pages, maybe Charlotte eventually becomes total Diva. We never know. You never know what that kind of sort of thing. Right. Um, it kind of would be weird for them to have essentially two 
you know, Charlotte slash Summer Ray type blonde yeah. heel types in the group that are just tall as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they, they're rounding in the form, and this division starting to look similar to the male division when you see all this talent coming in. All right. And this <clears> is, like, to a point where I was telling you earlier, like, they might be able to get their own, like, time slot somehow on the network. Like, I think it would be, you know, something to kind of invest in, you know, as far as on WWE's end. If you're going to spend all this time building all these chicks, like, you got to give them more than one match because they're becoming women's wrestling right now is mattering more than it has in a long time. Because it's, it's so good now. Yeah. Like, they were, I don't recall them, like, from what I recall hearing Straight from, when I wasn't watching, before. it was always these feet, like, these women that had no type of athletic background, they were just very, very beautiful women, and they put them out there, like, you had, like, for example, someone like Alicia Fox who turned out like to pay that. Off, who turned out, he's stupid. They turned to pay off and to be a very good wrestler, but she was just originally a model with no real type of background, and then boom, there she is. Like there yep. weren't any, um, you know, Charlottes that had a, you know, a volleyball Wrestling. background and a, and you know, daughter Ric Flair, and also being, um, a, a, you know, a cheerleader. Right. There was no Naomi. Um, Naomi that was a cheerleader. Um, they, they didn't have those. They didn't have a page that you know was from a wrestling family been wrestling since she was 14, 15 years old. Right. Um, so now we you have that. And then you already had like a kind of a, a class of people that kind of reinvented themselves, and it's like a talent yeah, boom Bellas, because man. the Bellas weren't that good four years ago. They just weren't. Right. Um. Like you didn't have like Natalia's still around, obviously. She's like probably the, still the best wrestler they have. Yeah, she's like the, you know, the the motherly one kind of like. She's you, like the under, still, she's the Undertaker yeah, of the group. They, like they she's also got to go through her. Like she's, you yeah. got to have your match with Natalia pretty yeah, much. She's a locker room, She's a locker room leader. Yeah, you know she's pretty much like yeah she's she's the Undertaker for females, and that sounds so funny. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, so we'll see what happens. You know, with um, and after watching that match, it made me more interested in, in you know just this this girl that I only had seen before in the entrance at WrestleMania 30 with, with Triple H, and yes. I thought when I first saw her, I was like, damn, who's that? Because you know I watched that entrance a lot because I think that's what, I think this is best interest. Like you know I'm a nerd, so I look at that kind of stuff. Like that's kind of cool what he was going for and how it mm-hmm. worked out. And then I saw her, and the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, that's that's where she came from. Right. Oh, she was a wrestler on the on the roster. Okay. Right. And then and then like I I didn't I ended up like going on the app and looking around and seeing a couple of her matches and see like she does the flare flop just like. Just like uh, Rick does, he, she does the you know go over the top rope, um, over the corner to in, to the or to the apron and run and the she apron. Woos. Yeah, she does the woo knife edge chop, the figure four headlock and the leg a, lock. She has a cool. beautiful moonsault. Yeah, the moonsault's raw. Her, fin- her, her finisher's raw. The somersault cutter yeah. thing. Yeah, down to really the queen. Good. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So, I mean, and we were also talking earlier like with her height. Like the sky's the limit for she her. She comes through the second. And she gets in the ring through the second and third rope. Deep, most demons don't do that. Like I can't even think of any other one that does do that. Like I'm pretty sure there have been, but I just don't think of it. And you know, you, she's you know she's tall, but she's not big. And she's like, bigger, and like she's a very Phoenix. womanly also. So she doesn't like yeah, like you said, like she doesn't have like that quote unquote masculine manly look. She still looks very much like a beautiful woman. Is doing this. It, well, the thing for me was I was saying like, yeah, she's she could be a, if they do this right and you know she keeps developing, she could be like a big deal. But her move set isn't to you know, her how much taller she is than the girls, the other girls typically. 
she doesn't have like a move set that would you know accommodate like a kind of like a um, what I always like to watch, which is like a bigger guy versus a smaller guy. Well, that move. The bigger guy, I'm not. I don't even know what's going on. Like the bigger guy, you know, wrestling the smaller guy, kind of like the, basically like being a spotter for the, the gymnast type stuff. Like when you watch Rey Mysterio fighting someone, or you watch right. Undertaker fighting Shawn Michaels, for example. Mm-hmm. It's David versus Goliath, and her skill set isn't necessarily geared towards that. Yet, maybe that's something she can, you know, aspire to. And she got arms on her, so that probably will end up, you know, being kind yeah. of what she, you know, ends up being. But even if that, even if that doesn't even happen, the fact that she's that, she's that size and can move like that—that's she. I mean, she can be similar to like a young Randy Orton type for a female. I mean, she she has all the potential in the world after just watching one mat, one long match and a couple of other few matches. You can tell she moves well around the ring. Right. Um. On to, you know, another woman who's not a wrestler, uh, <laughs> but it was kind of her last night on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I want to talk about the whole Stephanie McMahon and Vicky Guerrero saga yeah. that was that absolutely was the MVP, the real MVP of Monday Night Raw tonight or yeah. um, the other night. Um, Stephanie absolutely comes out, you know, with the pink and black more than Bret Hart. Um, she comes out, you know, just evil. Evil. Yeah. They hate her, bro. That was a super swerve, too. Yeah. I didn't like, add, no You're going to be wrestling me. And, I, and me and you lit up. We were just, just elated. Like, that was that was amazing. Well, and most most people just wanted to see if Stephanie was going to absolutely come out in wrestling gear. Yeah. That, or well, not. well the, main, the main mystery was what kind of ring attire was that? Because, you know, those tight dress she's, she's normally wearing, you wonder, and you know how wrestling tires normally tight like what could be tighter than what she's already wearing right so it was kind of interesting you know the mystery of what oh my god what is she going to come out in you know this is a mother of what two or three two i want to say <laughs> yeah, say two or, yeah no, she, i don't know she's a mother of, of two or three like she's about, what is she about to come out you know in uh, yeah so just interesting um she uh basically you know last week big girl you know gave her the wrong kind of you know coffee or whatever and um she yeah vomited all over uh stephanie uh and stephanie was out for her revenge this week pretty much and yeah. you know she booked the match and instantly turns big girl face when she starts yes. meeting her yes. like talking about you know the only you've been leeching you know off your husband's legacy for nine years for nine years you can't be a diva like like obviously don't look look good enough that's what she was trying to say insinuating definitely yes. and you know which is why i think the mcmahon you know, slash Levesque family, like what they've done since they became the authority in the top hills in this company, it's been amazing because they take all the criticism and stuff that people in generally, you know, complain about or, or have stuff slick to say about the company and what they do with their storylines and their particular talent, and they use it to storyline. Like for example, what was going on between, between the inner workings of Triple H and Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan and, and for WrestleMania, right. and even now with this, as far as, you know, why are you still here sort of thing. And it worked. You felt, you really felt bad for Vicky. Very even bad. Though she's the she most... instantly turned her face. Instantly. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest heels of the last decade. Yeah. And you, as you say, you call it, you say she has X-Pac heat. Yeah, like, go away. Like, like and instantly everybody was like, wow. We're gonna miss Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> so like, it, yeah, it, it, it's crazy how that happens. Like, they're geniuses. Um, but when Stephanie comes out and she's like, you know, oh, we're we're having a match, but your match isn't, you know, in the ring. 
you know, and she basically sends out the female shield to go out there and deal with her. Female shield. You know. You know what's funny about that? If Layla hadn't got can, or not Layla, but if Oksana hadn't got can just she'd last week, there. she'd have been out there instead of Layla. Yeah. Or Rosa Mendez. She'd have been out there instead of Rosa. Yeah, probably. You know, Rosa you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right. You're right. But you know, Oksana and Alicia Fox had been like this heel tag team that never ever wrestled in tag team matches for a minute. Yeah. So that was kind of like a, you know, they um, they lost their sidekick. Basically, uh, Vicky ends up throwing all three of them in there and prematurely celebrating. She gets pushed in by Stephanie, who all of a sudden is shoeless. And um, well, you know why she was shoeless. Yeah, she came out there shoeless, and then you know, you know push her, and she turned her ankle. Yeah, that. she uh, that. she gave her the big <laughs> knee or whatever. This man Guerrero is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, that is. Um, and Stephanie actually wears it, you know, like a like a true heel should. <clears throat> Yeah, she's been showing ass lately. She got slapped in the face. Said not that interview. way. Yeah, Y'all showing ass meaning like, for example, for the class example is everything or every funny thing that's ever happened to Vince McMahon at the expense of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whether he got you know, uh, whether or not he got hit with a bad pan in the head, he was swimming because of the beer truck. Uh, he took the the worst stunner ever. Yep. Those sorts of things. Flopping he got like Jim, a fish. Jimmy tapped. All that kind of stuff happened to him. Like you look Bow at, down. The stone cold. You know? Yeah. The same thing the same thing applies to Stephanie to where, you know, she gets slapped by by um Brie Bella. Yeah. She get called uh, a bitch. Yeah, and that as well. You have her get, you know, food poison that throws up and now you have her basically and putting in mud a, which pudding which we were led to believe was mud. Yeah. Which is how it always works. All right. Um, and she came out there, pulled the ref in, like she was, and then she walked off, like I'll get you all, like I'll be back with some more evil, like that just reeks of like, um, like at the end of Space Jam, like like <laughs> like the dude like that was at the end of the movie, like you know the evil guy, you know just I can't remember like, but I'll be back. I don't remember his name either. Is like, I'll be back with another plan, pretty much. And Stephanie McMahon is one of the greatest heels of all time, by far. Like she's like she's phenomenal, and believe, people really dislike her, bro. I believe, I believe your joke was that she's at right now at this point in being in that quote unquote mud. She's everything that Jer- Chris Jericho said she was a decade and change ago. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, it's amazing. So I. I don't want to play the game, but if you want to play the game, we'll play it. We'll get to that next. Okay. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah, more to talk about about divas or just something else. Um, so, just something else. Um, James, are you a believer? No. Like <laughs> no, like not at all. I ain't no. even close. All you have to do is believe, James. Yeah, I know. It's it's too hard to believe right now. I got I still got to see that we got to see where he evolves from. Like it's. I understand it's funny, and he, he's very hateable, and he might be the wettest person to ever come up behind the curtain ever from the gorilla position in WWE history. But uh, oh yeah, the the the, the wet, oh, the all wet all stars. Okay. Roman Reigns. Check. Seth Rollins. Check. Bret Hart. Check. The Rock. Check. Bo Dallas. You're forgetting somebody. I think you're two people important. Razor Ramon, he's be wet. That's one. Well, actually, there's two more still. They're brothers. Triple H used to be out there. Okay, wet. there's two more. They're brothers. The Hardy Boys? No. 
The Usos. There's a lot of wet people, hair people, but <laughs> really, really, like now when we say wet, we mean like they look like they dumped a bucket of water on themselves before they walked through the curtain. Yes, and you've never you've never quite exactly seen them with, with non-wet hair, or when you see them with dry hair, it makes them look weird. I don't know. Um, we were just watching him fight himself in a mirror match at SummerSlam '94. The Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, the brothers destruction. Yes, Kane and Undertaker both stayed wet. Like I, I don't. I have no idea. Kane was wet a lot. Kane's Kane debuted. I, I'm not joking. Soaking Kane, wet. Kane debuted being his burn victim with, with super long hair. That was curly. And his in across his chest and back he was wet. And why he ripped the steel doors off of the uh, Hell in a Cell cage? Yes. <laughs> Same for Undertaker. There was a time when you I. I like other than the beginning, he's never had like dry hair. It's amazing. Always wet, man. Always. Straight wet. That leather jacket would be wet. Yeah, I remember that. That leather jacket when he when all well, the jacket Austin used wet. to be wet too. When he come through the door. <laughs> I want a ball head. Yeah, I want with, a bald head. <laughs> so you know, it wasn't. It was you know, it wasn't no you know rhyme or reason to it. You yeah, know, brothers it just, is. It is just it, wet out there. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. It, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, I I kind of get it. You're gonna get wet anyway. But like Shawn Michaels would never be wet when he showed up. He just walked in and became wet after sweating so much during the 25 yeah. minute match from carrying somebody for for 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Brett, he come out there just wet. Super wet. You know, yeah. the whole jacket just you know. Yeah. Even to this day, ain't he? He's in. A, he can be in a suit, getting done to all fame, and I'm looking at him like he looks so weird with dry hair. Like somebody dunked that man's head first. Yeah. Before we. Um, I was same move thing. On. We, we were talking about about NXT Charlotte in in um in Italia when he mm-hmm. came out there with Italia and he has his hair back and he's wearing a dress shirt. It looks so weird. He's not right. wearing a leather jacket. And he's not wearing and he's his hair is not down and wet. It just doesn't look right to me. Right. We need the DVD with, Brett, with with Shawn Michaels over the rivalry DVD, and his hair's not wet. Sitting, I don't get sitting it. next to Jr. I just it looks don't weird. see it. I don't understand. I never seen this man before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Bret Hart? Nah, nah. I, I, I'm not sure exactly. But um, we'll be back in the uh, final segment of One Nation Radio. Uh, we're gonna figure it out on the fly. We do have a activity plan. Um, this is <laughs> One Nation Radio. The only question that remains is will the number 13 be lucky or unlucky for Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight, the submission match? You can damn well bet it's going to be an unlucky number for Bret Hart. But let me just say this, a submission match is not my kind of match. Do I know a whole lot of wrestling holds? Hell no, I don't. But I'll beat the hell out of you till you do say I quit. You sit there every time you get on TV and say you've been screwed. Let me just tell you this, son. I ain't bringing a condom to the ring. I'm bringing a hell of a can of Wolfats. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. Uh, it's our last segment. Usually we kind of freelance with this one. Um, we're going to play just a little game real quick. Then we'll probably go into something else. Um, we just want to know, um, you know, would insert wrestler here, would they have gotten over if they were black? So, um, James, you'll be tasked with answering yes or no on this one. You can feel free to throw a couple, couple my way, too, if you think of some. Okay. Okay. 
The Undertaker. Would he have gotten over if he was black? Black Undertaker. Black Undertaker. No. <laughs> Why not? No. Why not? First off, um, Undertaker had to be uh, this incredible talent that so happened to you know change with the times and do all this other stuff to stay relevant over over the span of twenty years or so. Uh, so just to have that career. That's hard enough to have on its own, let alone with a gimmick like that. And then also throwing the fact that you're also black, nah. Ravishing Rick Rue, would he have gotten over if he was black? As a heel, yes, definitely. Why would he have gotten over? Because he got over the hills that people don't like. First off, that's such a dislikable character. So imagine, <laughs> like, imagine like a black person with that kind of physique. Yeah, I can definitely imagine that person getting over as a heel, getting a lot of heat. Yes, definitely. Um, let's see. Would Jerry King Lawler have gotten over if he was black? Uh, as the heel, yes. As the commentator that everyone's like became will come to love, uh, possibly, probably, probably, yeah, I can imagine that. Um, and it probably could happen in Memphis too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I say yeah. Um, could Goldust have gotten over if he was black? Well, if. Will we have ever known that Goldust is black because of the face paint, though? No. So, yeah. yeah uh, we never want to know because of the face paint. For all we know, well, if we hadn't known it was Dustin Reynolds, we would have we been like, we don't know. Would, uh, would Ric Flair have gotten over if he was black? Oh, yeah. Definitely as a heel. Definitely. Definitely. Now, gaining everyone's respect and becoming, and it become, North Carolina becoming flirt country, I don't know about all that. But <laughs> definitely the whole heel part, like, yeah, they don't really, you know, they Those really, crowds don't tend to, you know, really uh, respond well or, or seem to, you know, understand or, you know, see themselves as, you know, seeing that. But, that, but you know, Ric Flair is right, right up our, our alley. Yeah. That's something we, we ought, you know, black Ric Flair would have been a, shit, white Ric Flair is a, Yeah, it was, it was good <laughs> enough. Black Ric Flair is, is a legend of all right. So, yeah, that, that's right up, that's right up in nigga alley. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm trying not to tell me, that's right up in nigga alley. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, would Black Macho Man got over? No, Elizabeth, hell no. Yeah, yeah but you can't be yelling at, at this petite uh, white woman like you that. Gonna, you ain't gonna be in nineteen in nineteen eighty four or nineteen eighty five. You are not gonna be treating this white woman, this this beautiful white woman, this kind of way. Nope. Yeah, they might they might have killed that man. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't the mid south. Right, right. They would they would have hung him up. Um, let's see. Like, there wouldn't have been no there wouldn't have been any career connection in nineteen in, uh, in um, WrestleMania seven because right. he's been gone. <laughs> would uh would Hulk Hogan have got over if he was black? Uh, with the theme song and the music, it's a good po- it's a possibility. Would he have been as big? Um, maybe not, but he would have gotten over. Yeah, like anybody wrapping themselves around that flag. All right, jingoism. Um, would Stone Cold Steve Austin have gotten over if he was black? Um, not to the same extent. I think he would have gotten over to a bit. Um, but first off, I don't know how many black rednecks is out there. Well, not that part. First off, I don't. Well, that this is, this is part of it. First off, I don't really think you can like brothers out here drinking Coors Light. Yeah. And pull up a Coors Light truck <laughs> and you spray the spray uh, vents down. Also, the knee high uh, jeans. The knee high. 
uh, you know, yeah, knee high jeans, knee high jeans with both of the with both the knee braces. Uh, first, another thing is. First of all, you name me the brother that breaks his neck and goes back to wrestling. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't really think that. All right, <laughs> moving on. Austin moving 360, on. Austin 360, I'm sorry. Austin 360's, I just broke no, your neck. The funny part is, Steve Williams, like Steve Williams, that would, that would, like Williams 316, yeah. that's all I just broke your neck. <laughs> yeah, that really is Steve Williams, bitch. Um, so, no. I'm, oh, man. No, All right, he, what uh? He been done. The million dollar black man, Ted DiBiase, would that work <laughs> in the nineteen eighties? With, with a white servant. The million dollar black man. Yeah, with a white Virgil. <laughs> oh my God, I think people would have thought like if this was the internet, if this was if it was earlier, yeah. If, if it came along later when the internet was around, people would have thought it'd been so funny as as a satire. Um. I'm just gonna say, well, yeah, like if you give any of them the reason to boo us, yeah, yeah they'll be down for it. You talking about like that face shit? That, that's that's the real type of time. You gotta give me somebody that starts out of the face. Like right. for example, Rocky Maivia didn't work, and um, I have yeah. my questions about the reason why it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, well, Andre the Giant have worked as a black guy. Oh gosh. Uh, so if Shaq was basically <laughs> yeah, if Shaq, if, if Shaq you know, instead of deciding to go onto the you know onto the hardwood, you know, could Shaq have been Andre the Giant of the 1990s? He damn sure would have been more athletic. Um, uh, yeah, Andre used to throw drop kicks back in the day. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. I don't. I don't that's really, what they say. I, Look, I've never seen it, but that's what they say. Look, that could be the case. He ain't Shaq athletically. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't running up and down that court like that. Uh, yeah, definitely because he's such a he'd be such a spectacle. Right. Yeah, definitely. What he's, uh? He's an attraction. Would mankind Mick Foley have gotten over if he was black? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> black Mick Foley. What <laughs> black Foley? <laughs> James beside himself right now, so I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> I don't see no brothers signing up to jump off in those steel cages like that. <laughs> That's exactly why I don't get it. Well, you got New Jack. New Jack's the only, Jack, the only brother I ever would have did that shit. But he, but he cusses too much to be on the be on USA Network. Yeah, what up to New Jack too? Uh, man, yeah, Black, that, Mick Black Mick Foley. Would uh, would Sting have gotten over if he was black? Oh, oh bro, Black Mick Foley. I'm asking a brother in the flannel too. <laughs> imagine, imagine brother out here, a brother. Out, well, I mean, there is a brother right now doing the bang bang, but like it's Chief Keith. I'm yeah. talking about like a brother like a similar build. I'm talking about bang bang. Um. <laughs> Okay, so with Sting. No teeth. Sting with the guy, I guess he have a hot top fade. Yeah. It'd be a hot top fade. Yeah, <laughs> it would have be been a hot top fade. <laughs> it would have looked more like um, like Gerald from Hey Arnold. Or, or no, it would have looked more like... Uh, he looked more like Scottie Pippen than Guile from, yeah. Street, from Street Fighter. Yeah, okay. he looked like Scottie Pippen, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, Scottie Pippen with face paint. Uh, it, depends on if it's, it depends on if it's Great American Bash Sting. Mm. It, it, you know, when he's fighting, wrap the flag around him. Yeah, gotta wrap that flag around you, bro. Jingoism. Now, if you come out here, like you got to, I mean, it's kind of maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. He couldn't be. Ain't no, ain't no black crow sting though. Yeah, <laughs> ain't no yeah, ain't nobody's hearing that. Um, 
the black <laughs> officer. What do you mean, Nick? What do you fuck you mean, Nick? It's coming down from the right of the day for better beat up all these white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going for that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? I didn't, I didn't pay fifty three ninety ninety seven for this. Get out of here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> This might be the greatest segment ever on One Inch Radio. Oh my god, it's so interesting. <laughs> Look, if, if, if we weren't the editor, if I, if I wasn't the editor of this oh shit, we would edit all this out. Um, oh the, the Black Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Black Ultimate Warrior. Black Warrior. You know, talking to the gods. And, you know, it was the 80s, so people may have thought he was on dope. Okay, I'll say this. He was a brother. He got a shot because, you know, Ultimate Warrior invented Raising the Roof, so that's, you know, that's that's right up our alley. Um, Any war, he was wearing them bright colors. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he ain't too far, I mean, he's kind of far away, but, like, he's in that same final with them colors as, like, you know, Coco Beware. Right. So, I could see it. I could see it for the shot. Like, well, it depends. A lot of these, a lot of these gimmicks, like we're talking about, like we have to imagine, like these black, these hypothetical black people with this hypo, with hypothetical hair. So yeah. it's like they don't have long hair; they got afros, pretty much. Yeah. So watching Ultimate Warrior with a big ass afro, like black Ultimate Warrior <laughs> with a big ass afro. You had to get base. You had to get base. Yeah, have dreads. Like box, like box. Yeah, like box, box. Yeah, he had to get like box braids. One. Yeah. <laughs> Plats. Okay. Yes. Or they would have gave that man a conk, one of them two. A conk, bro? Yes. They would have gave <laughs> Looking like Bruno Mars? Yes. <laughs> they would have that man long hair. Uh, oh JBL, could, 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 could Black John Bradshaw Layfield have worked? It wouldn't have been realistic. Wouldn't have been realistic. A black Republican chasing Mexicans off the border. A black Republican chasing Mexicans off the border. That's a, te- that's a Texas oil uh, baron. Nah. That's that's really far fetched. I don't know if there's even five of those on Earth. That's funny. Um, Black Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, I guess maybe. I mean, I guess he Black. scared he scared that whole hell of a lot of, of a whole hell of a lot of people. Yeah. I not only are you not only do you talk like that, you have a snake. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Um, Black Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> How's that go over? Black honky tonk man, bro. Yeah, black honky tonk man. You know, the honky tonk man, the honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, he definitely get heat. He definitely get heat. People, I mean, people already hated uh, honky tonk man for being fake Elvis into but black fake Elvis. Oh my gosh! Woo! Oh my gosh! Black fake Elvis. They would. Oh, they might. They might have tried to kill him. <laughs> they might have tried to kill him. Um, oh, let's see. Black Goldberg. <laughs> Black Goldberg. Okay. So did Bobby Lashley work out? No. Did Ahmad Johnson work out? He was before Goldberg, but no. He uh, succumbed to a lot of injuries too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I used to lie on that. I did too. Um, 
I mean, I guess it could work, you know. It, especially if you just have him be like angry black man just don't ever talk. He don't say any words. Like, it's not like anything with Goldberg when he turned heel and start talking and doing promos. You just have him not talk. Wow. You know, you have all the thing you have him say is, who's next? And that's it. The Black Freebirds. What? I'm sorry. The Black Freebirds. So I'm assuming it looks like the cover of the Lil John um, <laughs> album cover. Yeah. His first album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lil John Eastside Boys. Oh God. Uh. I mean, I hopefully they don't mean the brothers that be out there trying to sell themselves up the creek for that kind of money. <laughs> I, that's all I say. Um. Let's see. And it's also funny because Lil Jon is with Georgia as well. I just thought about that. I didn't even put those together, but yeah, that'd be Georgia, Georgia as well. Yeah. yeah, that's our state flag. Sure it is. It is, but no, bro, you don't do that. <laughs> Let's see where are we at. Where are we at? Um, Black CM Punk. <laughs> what? <laughs> Black CM Punk. Bitch, I'm surprised they even have a white CM Punk on TV <laughs> looking like that. So, you're going to be out of shape. You're going to yep. change your hairstyle every, every other month, depending on your feud, whether you turn face or heel. Yep. Um, you're going to be moody mm-hmm. and unprofessional and at times. to work with. You gonna, yeah, that too. And and you might be the best rest performer on the company. Nah, bro, they ain't even let you. They ain't even let you get no shine the way you got. Like that pipe bomb shit would have never happened. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> hold on. You want to say what? Nah, bro. Nah. You been, uh, you, been, you think this nigga's gonna leave with with our title and not resign? Yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna be the storyline? Hell no. No way. Who I look like? Eric Bischoff. <laughs> um, Black no. Bruiser Brody. Black Bruiser Brody. Black so just a black guy that is on putting the people over unless they can whoop his ass. Pretty much. I mean, and he's a nomad. Yep. And he does fuck shit to promoters. Yep. They just stop booking him. No. It won't get over. They just stop booking him. I ain't got to put up with this from you. I ain't got to put up with this from you. And, and, and keyword and underline you. You. You mean you meaning you. Like you mean type person. of person. Yes, that's what I the mean type by person you. you are. Extra emphasis on you. Extra emphasis. Double underline it. The black loose cannon Brian Pillman. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're going to let this man come off here and say whatever he wants to. Is it in his quote unquote unscripted? Yeah. Nah, bro. Not happening. Black Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, yeah, that could have worked. This is because he's so funny. That could have worked. Um, the Black Big Boss Man. <laughs> black Cop. <laughs> In the 80s. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess. Why not? Where are we at? Um, How about this? I got a better one for you. This is the one that, should, that we should have asked off rip. Black John Cena. No, it never works. It will never go over. <sighs> I agree. It, it why, do, why, why, do, why does it get over, Rich? Because they ain't trying to hear that coming from us. They, 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 they wouldn't have heard, you know. They'd rather listen to Mr. 8 Mile. Yeah, you know. As opposed to the person that was, you know. <clears throat> they'd rather have it here and appropriate it. Yeah, you know, it, it's safe. Safer, right? It's like the old Channing Tatum joke. Yeah. Channing Tatum. It's like, it's like dating a black guy, but safer. 
Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Uh, Black Triple H. Hmm. Getting the boss's daughter too. Privilege, privilege. Nah, they ain't letting that, that that whole marriage in Vegas scene that never happens. The implied uh, like oh date rape God. that never. No, that's not getting over. They're they're yanking that shit off. They're yank. Look, sponsors are yanking their their <laughs> their advertising. You're getting dropped. You have to apologize <laughs> publicly yeah. again. Um. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Can't be doing that. So, um, let's see. Where are we at now? Black Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, he's already, you know. Like, Dusty Rhodes, the, the same thing with the whole the John Cena corollary. He's like, he's a black guy, but safer. Like, <laughs> see? Like, he got on as a black guy, but being safer, because he actually wasn't black. Yeah, that, yeah. Black Bret Hart. Heart Foundation, Workhorse. I mean, I think he probably turned out to be like Kofi Kingston. Yeah, unfortunately. Probably have a career. I think he ended up having a better career than Kofi, but <clears throat> I don't think he's going to be like this dude. Who, yeah, we need you to work 300 plus dates. We need you to be the champion for X number of years. Um, I will say one thing would be the same. He gets screwed. Out. He gets screwed out of having getting put on the spot to where he deserved. Yeah. Um. You imagine you imagine Hulk Hogan drop. You imagine Hulk Hogan laying down for Black Bret Hart and at WrestleMania Nine. Nah. I think the same thing happens. Nah. Yokozuna comes out and has to uh, do the favor. <clears throat> um, Black One Man Gang. I'm sorry. Black One Man Gang. That's just an Akeem joke. Never mind. I look, bro. That's just an Akeem joke. Ain't nobody. They weren't taking Hakeem all that seriously either. So even though you whoop everyone's ass, and yeah. Look, so, yeah, I'm not really... Nah, man. Black Razor Ramon. Black Razor Ramon? So he's a black... So he's Dominican. Instead of being Cuban, he's Dominican? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. He's like... Instead of being Tony Montana, he's Sammy Sosa. Or he's Sammy Sosa. Or like the original yeah, Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that one, bro. Hey, hey yo. Yeah, hey yo. Does he have like a well I actually like this. Um my joke is always that Booker T was pretty much supposed to be shown up from the last dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can we just say Booker T would have been was basically black Razor from <laughs> That'll work. Like, okay, if that's the case, then yeah. That'll work. work. That'll work. Uh Black Rock Lesnar. Lashley didn't work. Uh, Bobby Lashley didn't work, so no. Yeah, all those guys are the same. Black Randy Orton. Doing the legend killer shit. Like, you think they was going to get that to him? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <clears throat> probably starts out the same. Um, he probably breaks out. He probably springs out the same way. Um, be honest with these prob- uh, I'd probably say that he doesn't. Um, he probably doesn't get the legend killer uh, gimmick. He probably figures does something else out. Mm-hmm. But he probably starts out just as hot. Yeah. Um, Black Chris Jericho. That's a big ass afro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Black Canadian Chris Jericho. Black Canadian Chris Jericho. So like he's he looks like Drake. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so he's light-skinned, so yeah, why not? Yeah, yep, that should work. Let's see, who else we got? The rock part should be a little weird, but in living color. <laughs> black Edge. <laughs> the black, so he's Blade, the black yeah, vampire? Yeah, yeah, So Blade. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah, Wesley Snipes got over in the wrestling. Yeah, sure, why not? He looks small, but yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, there's been plenty of wrestlers that don't pay their taxes either, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see. who. who I think we, we pretty much I think we've on. exhausted the funniest ones. Yeah, we, we might have. All right, now I got one. Black Doink. <laughs> <laughs> black Doink. Anyone with face paint. Black version. Oh, my gosh. Uh, black Damien Sandow. I'm smarter than all y'all. Oh, my God. Hell no. He got over his heel, definitely. Uh, let's see. You know we haven't really delved into? Teddy Long? No. What? Um, how do I say this? Um, Black Trish Stratus. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. Nope. She got, she got to be light-skinned. Black, no. Black Sable. Nope. Black. Jackie was out there looking just as good at that time. <clears throat> um, Did it work see. for her? Black Lita. Okay, can we turn her from an alternative chick into like... Uh, Erica Badu type? Or a Leah type. I would have been a Leah type. Like kind of like a hip-hop kind of, you know, something like that. So instead of like instead of like Jinko jeans, she's wearing apple bottoms. Like what? Do, I don't nah, know. nah. You, you mean you know like early Aaliyah, pretty much like like in jeans. Like think of Romeo must die, Aaliyah. But that was. Are you saying Romeo must die, Aaliyah? Are you saying like the video that to that song? No, that I'm was saying on the, the movie, soundtrack. Like the movie. I don't. I don't think those are the same. I don't think those are the same like ends of the spectrum of, between black and white. I really don't. Uh. Uh, I mean, all, like, cause she was like a Lita's supposed to be like a rocker chick, so wouldn't that yeah. be like a, I guess like a, a hip hop head hood rat type situation kind of, you know, like I mean, me and you made the joke that she, you know, Lita it looks like the person that would, you know, end up on the pole. Yep. Um, I never really thought that with Leah. How about this? actually? I take that back. Yeah, we'll do Aaliyah because she has she has issues with men, and I'll, I'll move on with that. Move like on from that. There. So yeah, that's case. Yeah, when you have issues with men, you kind of can that kind of can send you towards the pole. <laughs> um, but Aaliyah looks way better than Aaliyah ever did. So I don't know how that works either. You have to make her less pretty. Black Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> First off, that's one of the stereotypes for black people is that there's there's conspiracy slash crazy uh conspiracy secret society uh black man. So yeah. and ain't nobody ever tried to hear him in real life. Why the hell would they listen to him when he give him a microphone and let him talk on national TV taped? Hell no. Or live for that matter. No. So I'm guessing this black I'm guessing Blackberry will be on this crazy Jesus. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> well, no. Maybe I'm trying to hear that. Alright. Um how about black 
Shawn Michaels. Black Shawn Michaels. If you were the greatest person to ever enter the ring, I I think you find a way to to make it to, to figure it out. Okay. I think you find a way to figure it out. It's but 1994. It is 1994. OJ's in the Bronco. OJ is in the Bronco. Could you get an OJ Simpson and, and, gimmick? And he's out here walk. No, he and he's out here walking with white women. Out here walking around with with Sherry. While being this flamboyant black guy, that's a that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, I think they scrapped that shit immediately. Like, nah, we can't do this. We, it's too hot right now. Yeah, you, we, we got to tuck you away. That's not for you. Uh, Black Psycho Sid. <laughs> yes, because I just want to see it be funny. Yes, Black Psycho Sid, definitely. Absolutely. Black Psycho Sid, get the fuck out of here. Black Scott Steiner. Um, Black Scott Steiner. Hmm. Um, early Scott Steiner or, or Papa Pump? Big Papa Pump. Black Scott Steiner. Um, he can't begin. They they, they won't let him say that, Stephanie. In all these in all these women. No, I don't think they get away with that. But I think that'll that'll end it on that one, unless you can think of any more. Um, Black Kane. Yeah, he gets over because no one knows he's black. <laughs> they put gloves on that man. That's not true. Was, he came out with the one sleeve. Oh yeah, that's yeah. True. They know it came. They know that came black ass like that. <laughs> black Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. If it's a low haircut. There's a chance. Can't be an afro. It has to be a low haircut. There's a chance. But that's because Reigns, like Reigns, is like a. He's like a mix of all these different types of guys that were cool and badass at the same time. Like, he reminds me of, like, Diesel at times. He reminds me of, like, the cool Batista. Mm -hmm. He reminds me of, like, um, a bit. I mean, obviously they're cousins, but he reminds me of being, like, um, the rock in the the nation domination Mm -hmm. at certain points. Now, he's just this guy, like, you only give him so much to say. He almost has like a mystique of Goldberg too, as well, because he doesn't really say all that much. But he, you know, when he talks, you know, you hear, it, you listen. It's authoritative. Yeah, like it, he's all these cool people that everybody loved, and he's just and now like there's so many of these different people, and it's not like all like grabbed by so many different people that it's like his own now. So I feel like it could have worked in any. I feel like Real Marines works in any ethnicity if he's that same like package. That same package minus you know the hair, I guess. And the it, final one, I said it was the last one before, Black Vince McMahon. Could he, have, Mr. could he have put all this together? No, I ain't giving a whole bone for that shit. The rip, 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 rip. Get out of here, man. Like, nah, bro. You trying to do what? Oh, you trying to put out Southern? You trying to put? You trying to put Southern wrestling out of business? No. The hell's wrong with you? Nope, not having it. And drop racist expletives there. Um, but that's we we just wanted to clown a little bit. Uh, James, you got anything to add to this before we uh? Please, peace on out of here. So the man's a Republican? Huh? They're Republican still? Yeah, they're still Republican. <laughs> All right, well, good luck with Linda and her. Uh, they would have saved Linda some money. They knew damn what they couldn't have won then. All right. Um, <laughs> a lot of traffic on, on the um, podcast, like the Welcome Auto. We probably just listeners. lost a lot of traffic. We probably did. <laughs> if y'all still here, you know, if y'all aren't deeply offended by oh, anything. I don't want to hear this shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
and, and, you know, those of y'all that are still here. The reason why we, the reason why we even did it is because, you know, anybody that's ever, you know, listened to us, you know, for any any kind of extended period of time, we realize that there's a, you know, historical bias against, you know, ethnicities and wrestling. And anyone that know, anybody that follows wrestling knows that, you know, you have to have a certain type of look, and that also adheres to race as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just as much as it does size in, you know, historically and that in, you know, obviously no one's saying that that's, that that's fair. No one does. No one, no one you know, thinks that, but his, his, history is history and that's how it's been. Right. WWE's only had one black champion with their belt and that was The Rock, who yeah. is, a, you know, he's a lighter skinned guy. Like, you don't see like a person like that looks like Booker T with the belt. Yeah. And that was part of what tied into what Triple H said against um, Booker T at WrestleMania 17. 19. 19, yeah. Going into it. It's just, that's just how... Wale had a problem with that, too. Uh, like, he even mentioned that specifically in the interview. Like, I was just like, wow, he just pulled that out of left field. Um, I, mean, anyone, I mean, you look at anybody that writes a book about history of wrestling and doesn't, like, mention the fact of how race ties into all this kind of stuff and what they do to these other... Like, they have guys that aren't even of, of certain ethnicities play, you know... Yeah. Like, Chief J. Strongbow, you have Yokozuna, who's not... Japanese at all playing uh, actual, you know, an actual not samurai, a sumo wrestler. Like it's all there's always across the board all types of foolishness like that. And you know, you look at it even today when it's turned down, but you still see, you know, you still see our truth coming out to the shook, ring, rapping, rapping, and, shooking and jiving. Xavier Woods basically like on some super fly type hair Last style. Dragon. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. The, the, yeah, like you have Brodus Clay come out with the funk of Dactyls, and he pretty much like you know. It's almost screaming like subtle undertones of like the Godfather. Yeah. I mean that's just I mean that's how it is. And even you had you had freaking Eddie Guerrero riding on lawnmowers. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And coming out in lowriders and all that. They just yeah. can't you know come out to the ring and be wrestlers. Um, and and back know. in there you know their gimmicks were that their their gimmicks were that their race was their gimmick as opposed to their person. Yeah, they're actual human being. Like, like, like Michael like, Hayes, wasn't he the one that said that? They're, being black is their gimmick. It was somebody I can't remember. Um, yeah, and that's like that's that's ridiculous, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, Every week, even still, we have Zeb Coulter who you know says we need to deport these people on my depo- they're on my deportation list every single every other week. Yep, that sort of stuff. The whole angle with Del Rio at WrestleMania with Jack Swagger at WrestleMania 29 was based off of you know immigration. Yeah, and wrestling is very slow to change with the times, as you notice. They almost, wrestling almost does you know things like three to five years too late, almost like if you look at Men on the Mission in the 90s, like you like that was like a little bit you know too late almost with that, hmm. um, but. I just want to drop all our info. Make the sure you guys. The nation of domination. Yeah, the nation of domination. The nation of domination. Like I love Under- the nation. Undertaker's but... Undertaker's champion. He has matched Farouk, and it's about like, you know, saying a black thing, saying a white thing, <laughs> it's a me whoop your ass thing, like yeah, something like and that. Then it's all about, and then one part of it is like, it's Undertaker being blackmailed about what turns out to be Kane on the back end from Paul Bearer, and then the other end is it's. There's never been a black champion in WWE history, and it's freaking t- 1997. Seven by that time. Yeah. yeah. And, it's Ron Sim- and it's Ron Simmons who won a championship in, in Atlanta. WCW. In Atlanta. 
Incredible. Georgia. Incredible. Compared to Connecticut. New York. East Coast. Okay, New York, Connecticut. What? Okay. It's a minute. It's not that long to drive. Um, yeah. Make sure you guys um, email us. You can email us at radio1nation at gmail.com. Um, lots of, uh, you know. If you haven't turned off by know, now. If you haven't turned off. Um, <laughs> Get, a, get at us on Twitter, at James Wood, O&R, at Dangerous32, at One Nation Radio. A lot of traffic on there as well. Um, we want to start reading, you know, you guys' emails and, you know, thoughts on the show uh, live on air. But, you know, we're just waiting for y'all any moment now. Um, <laughs> if not, I'm going to start making these shits up myself like Bill Simmons does. And, um, you know, all that. But um, enjoy Money in the Bank, everybody. Um, I'll be watching it and live tweeting, so uh, feel free to interact with us. Um, anything else to add on there, James? No, don't have much to say. Really, ain't got too much to say to y'all. So, um, really, y'all just kiss his ass. Um, no, all right. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. You jerk. <laughs> but uh, this is One Nation Radio. Make sure you uh, download on the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we up out of here. Later.